Hey everyone and welcome to the Charlotte Dads Group Podcast, the number one rated podcast in Charlotte about dads groups. Um, my name is Justin and today I am joined by a special guest, Curtis Webster Jr. He's the founder of DadsMarriedToDoctors.com, an online community of support and resources for men around the world whose spouses are medical professionals. Their mission is to strengthen physician families by empowering and educating men to become better dads and husbands. So Curtis, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Justin, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. Thank you for coming on. Uh, so I just kind of want to get into a little bit of background information about what it, you know, about the the creation of Dad's Married to Doctors. You know, what started it? Um, you know, what was your motivation for for doing something like that? Yeah, most definitely. Well, thanks for asking, and I appreciate the opportunity. I've known uh, Matt and uh, Lance for a while, meeting them through uh, Dad 2.0 and just and just through the uh, website and everything. So to be right. a guest on one of their podcasts is phenomenal. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but to take it to the background, five and a half years ago, December of 2014, I was sitting in the bedroom with my wife. We had just finished moving from residency. So my wife is a emergency room physician um, out here in in, in Raleigh. North Carolina on the, a couple of hours down the road from Charlotte. Right. So we, um, so we were sitting on the, on the bed. We had just built a brand new house. We had, uh, two kids in tow. We were pregnant with our third, uh, on the way. So we knew the family was growing. We had, uh, we knew we needed to upgrade and swap out one of the cars. So my wife was, it was late night, like 11 o'clock. She was laughing and her phone was dinging and ringing and binging all over the place. I'm like, what is going on? She found a group, a physician mom's group that was a phenomenal support community for. And so I said, Hey, is there a dad's version? Is there something out there for me where I can learn how to handle all the stuff that's going on? You know, what we now call the DMD lifestyle. And there wasn't. So I pushed that create button. Uh, It started off as a, as a Facebook group. And now you fast forward five and a half years later and and we're 4,000 dads married to doctors in 25 countries around the world and growing. So it's been a phenomenal journey. (laughs) That is fantastic. You know, so so when did you when did you start seeing that it was going to be something more than just a little hey can I are there other dads in my area like when when did you kind of get the indication that this was going to be something that was going to go global yeah. And, and you know, what's funny is that wasn't always the, the plan. That wasn't the goal. I, I, I wanted to create an environment for guys. Cause, and I hear it all the time. Guys say, you know what? I figured there were other dads out there just like me. I figured there were other folks who would get it. There had to be some other folks that, that would understand what, you know, what I'm going through and, and can support me. And so um, as those guys started coming on, I mean, it was funny. We, you know, it grew pretty quickly. We hit 500 guys and I'm sitting there in the group every day. I mean, it literally became almost a full-time job on top of the full-time job I already had. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but just the, just the need, just the, um, the opportunity to provide that kind of support, that, um, that fellowship, that camaraderie, the same things I know you see uh, within your city dads group, especially when you all can get together, you know, face to face or or even virtually and, and just have those conversations. I, my, the guys always hear me say that life is better when we can do life together. And so that opportunity for community, uh, for, for dads to get together has what has been the fuel to the fire has kept me going and why I continue to find new ways that we can connect at a higher level. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I would say that you know, most of, if not all of the dads that I've met personally through our Charlotte dads group and through other city dads affiliates around the country, you know, their number one motivating factor is like, I just, I needed someone to talk to. I needed someone to talk about, you know, sometimes it's as simple as I need a buddy 
you know, or sometimes it's more in depth of like, Hey, I need, I need, I'm a brand new dad. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me talk to someone, you know, the, I can't talk to my wife about these things. I can't talk to in-laws or anything. So it, it falls to the group is this kind of community and the support, um, which is so important because it's something that, you know, as you mentioned five and a half years ago, I mean, this, um, this upcoming fall, the Charlotte dad's group itself, hits five years, you know, I know city dads has been around much longer. Uh, but it's a relatively new concept, isn't it? This this support group for men around the, you know, to to support each other in this way. That's right. You, you know, I used to joke about, um, you know, most guys, and, and I even would say, I don't typically call it a support group because most guys, when we hear the word support or, or we don't think about support, right? You know, a lot of us aren't out there searching for per se a support group. But, you know, and I, like I said, I used to make this joke that most of us find our support, as we call it, um, uh, with our three best friends, Jack, Jim, and Jose, you know, at the bar, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a truth to that, you know. <laughs> but 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 I will tell you when you can find a group of like-minded folks, especially if it can be dads, folks that have similar backgrounds, similar experiences, and something in common, even something as simple as kids and wanting to figure out how we can be those best fathers, those best you know in our situation, best husbands, and then ultimately the best man and and role model and example for our kids. It's it's powerful. The stuff you can learn from other people's example and and, and their life stories, it it just blows my mind. The stories that that come out day by day. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you mentioned, um, you know, not only about being fathers, but about being husbands too. So what can you tell us about, you know, what are some of the unique, um, I want to say challenges, but, but unique, right. uh, obstacles in a sense that, or, or situations that, um, dads married to doctors, you know, face that, that, that the normal, the average, you know, I want to say average dad might not necessarily encounter. Yeah. You know, when, when, we were first starting when I first met my wife. We uh, we actually met day one at UNC Chapel Hill, and so that was 20 years ago. Literally in 2000, we met. And from when we first met and we started dating, six months later, she said, "Hey, I know that I'm going to be a doctor. I've known from the age of six years old, watching the the Cosby's the Cosby Show, watching Dr. Hustable. She knew right. she wanted to be a doctor, and she told me she said, "If you're gonna if we're gonna stay together and do this, you need to be on board <laughs> with being." you know, married to a, to a doctor. And yeah. I'm like, man, I'm thinking, dude, that's great. I'm going to have it made. <laughs> right. oh, I'm yeah. going to be able to sit back, eat bonbons, you know, take, take it easy. <laughs> yeah. And, and I found out quickly that those expectations versus the reality of being a dad married to a doctor were, were unexpected. You know, obviously mm-hmm. a ton of ups, a ton of phenomenal, you know, uh, opportunities, but of course there were some challenges too. One of the main things that I didn't realize was, um, what it would be like to support somebody in a mentally and physically and all the different aspects, you know, draining position. I mean, she would literally, there were times when she would work um, all day, you know, almost 24 hour shift, come home, be trying to do the the notes and stuff and then turn around 12 hours later and be literally right back in the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and we had kids all throughout this process. So, so I'm working full time. I'm also trying to support her and we have a kid. I mean, it's like, wow, how do you do all this? You know, having the conversation with with my wife about, hey, you know, she works in the emergency room. You know, we had this kid to come in and the kid died. Mm -hmm. And and then, you know, she's sitting there bawling because the kid's the same age as as the kid that we have at home. And it's like, dude, I didn't sign up for this. I don't I don't know how to (laughs) I don't know how to help you in this situation to to dealing with literally life and death. You know, and my job is like, dude, the the computer worked or it didn't. 
<laughs> so the only thing that died was the computer. But but dealing with with something like that was was where I realized, okay, you know what? I need a dad's group. I need I need that kind of support. But I also need folks that understand the medical aspect of it because how do I cope? With, how do I help my wife cope with? you know, with death? How do I help my wife cope with the crazy hours? Um, you know, you know, we, we all are, are married to amazing high powered professionals that are doing these amazing things. How, how do we, you know, how do we help the family to move forward and, and make sure that we're all on the same page? Um, right. One other term I'll throw out there that doesn't always come up is, and I've heard you talk about loneliness on the podcast, but even mm-hmm. resentment. You know, a lot yeah. of times we're in that countercultural role of being the support, the the the, the support uh, parent, the, the the primary go-to. I, I literally have guys in my group that run multi-million-dollar companies. They can be in the middle of a board meeting with other CEOs, and they have to step out to get that call from daycare because their spouse could be in the middle of performing surgery and they cannot right. answer that phone. Right, right. Yeah, right? there's you know, <laughs> there's not only. I mean, obviously, there's so many aspects and so many depths and layers to just being a father uh in general and you know being a spouse and being a father but you know i i agree with you you know what you're saying is that there there are these key um differences i mean there there's certain situations that come up in life that unless you have that experience and you're going through it you can't really relate to it you know so i could see the power behind having other people going through the same uh, situation, you know, have you found yourself at all, um, you know, over the years taking on any sort of like a mentor role in, in the group? And what I mean by that is, is people coming to you and going, Hey, how do you do it? Hey, I'm, I'm new to this. Hey, my wife just, uh, you know, finished her residency. What do I, what do I do from here? You know, do you find yourself in that or you find yourself kind of just going with the flow of it? You know, I, I love that. And, and, and to, to piggyback on what you just said there, um, I really believe that everybody needs to find their tribe. I, I think especially now, especially here in the midst of COVID, um, but just life in general, it's dangerous if we try and go it alone. Uh, I remember one of my mentors telling me the same thinking and the same thought process that got you into a, into a situation or into a problem is not going to get you out of it. So I encourage everybody Find a group, find a tribe, find a support community. So that's, that's number one. And then number two, yes, what's been phenomenal for me is is learning from this group of folks that, you know, some are, are in life where I want to be. We have guys that are further down the line where their kids are in college or, or their kids are grown. Some of the guys in the group are grandparents. Some of them are brand new. So being able to lean on the experiences of others has been great, you know, to be able to provide that mentorship. We um, we actually just recently even launched an edit, uh, an elevated educational platform that we call DMD Plus. And mm-hmm. so for those guys that actually want that little bit more, that, that want to level up in those areas of being a father, being a, a husband, or being a man, we've now actually been able to bring in coaches and mentors. Some are, some are licensed, and that's actually what they do as a, as a profession. And then others are just guys in the group that have these life experiences. And so now we can work with them in small groups and have these accountability sessions so that we can all become better in whatever aspect we want to, we, we want to get better in. You know, it it definitely does sound like a, you know, a case of a rising tide lifts all boats, you know, in that sense of, of every time someone, you know, does something, every time someone brings something new to the table, the the whole community gets better. You know, that that's, that's exactly right. And, and that's really what, you know, is kind of at the heart, I think, of if you look, you know, like we were speaking about earlier, if you look really countrywide and worldwide, these dads groups are new in a sense, but 
but it's always been there. You know, it's just been there in different ways. It's been there um, tailgating for a football game or going to the same bar, you know, year after year or, hey, my dad went to this bar kind of a thing. And now we're working the same. Right. It's just now it's starting to become more there's a more public face to it, you know, and starting to, That's right. to see and, and even still, you know, trying to erase some of this stigma of, you know, men opening up to each other and supporting each other, you know, is difficult, but you know, I, I definitely, it sounds like, I mean, you guys are encountering a lot of the same things, but having just phenomenal right. results. Yeah. Well, and, and, and like you said too, the, the whole thing is, <sighs> You know, being able to, and and this is why I love encouraging people to start these groups, to be part of the groups that are available, you know, especially with City Dads. I love that they're all over the country. Um, My, uh, speaking of Charlotte, I have two brothers that are in Charlotte and my youngest brother just had his first daughter. So we find ourselves in Charlotte, you know, you know, every other month, multiple times a year at this point. And so I love that I've been able to say, hey, Corey, go and check out City Dads Group. Go and check out the Charlotte Dads Group because you have this 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 cohort of guys who get it. You know, of course, you and I can talk, and I can give you experience that I have from you know having three girls, and you're on your and you're on your first. But you have folks that are literally right there. Y'all can get together. You know, obviously at this point, socially distanced, but you can you can get together and you can learn from from folks who have been there and done that, and y'all can do life together. And that's really, in my opinion, where the magic happens. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's this, and, and, you know, I think using that term magic is, is exactly hitting the nail on the head too. You know, it's, there's something unique about it. You know, we here in at Charlotte dads, you know, we do a lot of, or we, you know, obviously pre COVID um, you know, we did a lot of meetups with our kids where right. you know, we would have like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a full-time stay at home dad while my wife works. So I was have the opportunity to go out uh, during the day. I take my kids to a park sent out a meetup or Facebook, Hey, we're going to be here and people would come in and that. Um, but without a doubt, our most successful events have been what we, uh, call the dad's night outs, you know, and it was generally once a month yes. and we'd go to a brewery or something like that, you know, and, and those would be the, those would be big because it's just guys wanting to come out and, and chat, you know, some, some are looking for that camaraderie that comes from fatherhood. Some are looking for, um, a way to vent and just get out. Some are just looking for friends. You know, we've had everything yes. from people who have gone, you know, I've, I've had people show up and go, Oh, it's my first meetup. Um, you know, I've lived in Charlotte my entire life to, I think the record so far that we have in the group is a gentleman who came to a dad's night out after having lived in the city for just over 48 hours. Um, wow. you know, just like that, that on top of it, cause he's like, I need friends. I need people, um, you know, that That's I can right. kind of relate to. So do you see, uh, I love that. Yeah. Um, do you see a similarity between, cause reading through, you know, I was, um, before this, this, uh, episode we recorded it, I was going, doing a lot of digging on, um, the dmdlifestyle.com. Um, uh, do you see a lot of similarities in your group between that particular branch, the dad's married to doctors and like a stay at home dad type thing? There seems to be from my knowledge of it, a bit of a crossover there or more than a bit, I would say. Right. Oh, most definitely. You know, what's interesting is all of us at some point in time in the medical journey had that 
thought or that conversation with our with our spouse about, you know, does it actually just make more sense for, you know, for us, to, for me to stay home, you know, for the dad right, to stay home. Right. We, we even have um, several dual physician families where even within there, they had that conversation. Like we have a dual physician family out in Africa, at an, out in Chad, Africa. They actually decided to uh, uproot their whole family and become missionaries and run a, a hospital uh, in Africa. And even there, they said, you know what? The dad said, you know what? Let me take a step back because your your specialty, your training is, is a little bit more needed in this particular area than mine. He's actually uh, emergency medicine. So he said, let me actually take a step back. I can just pop in when you need me, but I'll be a stay-at-home dad and I'll take care of the kids and and, and especially bring them up in this whole new environment. So right. out of our 4,000 dads, a fourth of the group, we actually have a, um, several subgroups, just like your, you all with City Dads have the different um, groups. We have over 60 subgroups, and one of those uh, that has over 1,000 members is our stay-at-home dad, uh, dad's married to doctors. Wow. Yeah. So all of us have this conversation at some point. Does it make more sense for me to actually be at home full-time, work even harder? Because we all know being a stay-at-home dad is not a walk in the park. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. You know, that that. The people love to think that, you know, whether it's for the stay-at-home moms or the stay-at-home dads, it is not a walk in the park. I, I would venture to say it's even yeah. harder being a stay-at-home dad than a, than a working dad, um, mm-hmm. just because there's so many 24-7 expectations that are on you, right? Right. You know, and, <laughs> but, and yeah, the, we, we see that all the time. You know, at the same time, too, you have this, um, you know, this, not only the the expectations of doing everything, but then you're also, like we mentioned earlier, you you seem to you know, find yourself from time to time swimming upstream against these cultural norms, you know, yes. and, and getting the odd looks, getting the, well, why is he dropping them off at school? Why is, mm-hmm. you know, he at the park and stuff like that too, which again, just kind of circles redirects back around to, um, you know, to having support, having, you know, trust in, in other people who have kind of gone through it. You know, I found, I, I, I became a stay at home dad, um, just coming up on three years ago now. Um, and, and I've been in, you know, my son's three and a half. So, so for all of his life that he has a memory of, I've been that, that at home dad, but I was able to find, um, you know, help from other people in the group, uh, that had been, Oh, I'm a stay at home dad for six years already, five years or something like that. Um, you know, so they, it's, it's that kind of mentorship, uh, role that comes across with it too, you know, um, you know. I'll tell you something I've noticed, and I actually, it's so funny because like I said, we're five and a half years into this DMD journey, and I never thought about kind of giving it a name, but there's an acronym that as I was talking with the advisory board, and we were just kind of looking at some of our shared experiences over the last few years that we came up with. And so we have this, what we call now the the DMD method, and you'll start seeing a little bit more about it as we uh, publicize it more, but but it hits exactly on what you're talking about. So if you don't mind, you mind if I go through it real quick? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'd love it. So, so in that, we found out that the D was all about not don't be distracted, be in the moment. So as you said, whether you're staying at home or whether you are uh, working full time like me, I, I try and make sure, and, and I didn't do this at the beginning of COVID um, because things just were so crazy. But my wife reminded me, she said, hey, if you were in the office, you know, at five o'clock, you'd be clocking out and you'd be on your way home. So why is it that it's now six, seven, seven thirty, you know, and you're still down in the, in the, in the office and you haven't come out yet. And it was like, right. you know what? Let me remember to put these these time frames on here. And then when I am with the family, D, don't be distracted. Let me put the phone away. Let me turn all the devices off and let's have, you know, uninterrupted time together. Right. 
you know, the, the, the M in the DMD, we talked about it earlier, mentorship and membership. Find folks who are in life where you want to be or maybe are further down the path that can, um, you know, give you that insight. Sometimes it's easier and, and we all can do this. We all can give better advice than we can take it, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, so, so, so find those folks that are willing to give you a little bit, a little bit of that information and, and, and folks that you can trust and, you're, and you respect so that you're willing to listen when they give you that, that mentorship and give you that advice. And then the final D, which is what you were just talking about, is dedicate some alone time. In the midst of all this craziness, one of the things that, that a lot of folks are forgetting about and we're just now starting to focus on is your own mental health. You hear it all the time where people say you can't pour out from an empty cup. And so, like you said, whether you're, you're a stay at home dad and you're the you know, your, your, your son remembers you being there the whole time um, or you're working all the time, you need to make sure that you're taking time to recharge and refuel and and refill that cup. Because otherwise, what are you going to have to give out to your to your kids, to your family, to the community? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think I mean, those are fantastic points. I mean, those are things, you know, you can apply those to to fatherhood, to, you know, being a better better spouse is being a better man in general, you know, so as, as is the mission of, you know, of the whole DMD lifestyle in and of itself. And I think that that, that also speaks to this, this, again, you know, we spoke about cultural norms, this tendency um, or expectation as it were for men to burn the candle at both ends, so to speak, you know, and you're trying yes. to do, right. do the career and you're doing the home or, you know, what do you do when your career is home, you know, and your career is taking care right. of the, family and the household and stuff too. Um, and it, it just becomes a, a whirlwind. And now, you know, you, you add to that, that powder keg in a sense of activity, mm -hmm. uh, the last, where are we at now? Seven months of everyone having to just kind right. of stay cooped up at home for the most part too. And it, it's, it, it just, the need for a group like that becomes even more apparent, I think, as time goes on, you know, in society, you know, uh, I'll tell you, Justin, something that's coming up more and more, and I and I hate this word. It's like yeah, I almost feel like it's one of those bad words that I try and tell my kids not to use, but that that dreaded C word, you know, communication. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, one one of the things we find ourselves talking about more and more is having conversations about expectations. And I, I think what happens is, especially now that so many of us are working from home or we're all spending so much more time together in the home, is the expectations have shifted. And so beforehand, we all had kind of the easy abilities to, to, to head out, you know, run to the grocery store, you know, whatever those times were that you might get that alone time or get that opportunity to, to kind of separate yourself. But now, since we're always kind of always together, we have to all, and I would encourage everybody, sit back down with your spouse and sit, sit down with the kids, <laughs> sit down with the whole family and, and, and talk about what are the expectations. You know, mommy and daddy still need that, that alone time. The, the parents still need to, to have that date night, even if it is at home. You know, so right. kids, we're going to send y'all up to bed and y'all need to stay in your bedrooms, you yeah. know, or, or even just talking with our spouse about making sure that the expectations are still clear about, who, you know, who's expected to do what, what are the timelines, you know, the, the fact that we each need that individual time away and to be able to go out and, and recharge. So, so I would encourage everybody if they haven't been doing that, you know, take those, uh, take the, have those conversations and, and communicate what you need and what you want and, and, and where you're at. Are things going well or are they not? Because it's important. And I, like you said, a lot of times as guys, even with DMD, you see our logo and it's the Superman logo. We, right. we want to feel like Superman and we want to support and do everything for our families. But we also have to remember, we have to support ourselves too. 
Right. You know, and it, it's something that, that is so easy to get lost in too. So, so definitely anyone listening to this, you know, take the time, um, find a hobby, find a passion, find, you know, just yeah, that alone time that you can. So jumping forward a little bit here, you know, um, just to kind of wrap things up for you being the, the founder of it, you know, where do you see the DMD brand, uh, going, let's say in the next, I mean, let's, let's think grandiose and say in the next five years, you know, what are your plans? What is your mission? What is your vision of it? Yeah, most definitely. So as, as you mentioned, I mean, before everything, we're, we're, we're dads, just, just like you, you know, we're, we're dads, we're, we're husbands and we're men. So the, so the, the biggest thing is within this community, we want to make sure that we are a voice and we're part of, uh, like you said, that rising tide that lifts all ships. So, so the, mm-hmm. the number one thing that we want to do over the next five years is grow um, so that we can grow our membership and so that the guys that are looking for who we are and what we do as a specific community for dads married to physicians, dads married to doctors, that we're here. But then the number two thing is we want to partner with more and more organizations so that as we come across dads, I have I have guys all the time that will come from different professions or they're, or they're married uh, to, in different areas. Or maybe they don't have kids yet or whatever. I want to partner with as many different um, dad groups or guy groups and resources to make sure we can always point them in the, in the best direction. Something something else we do and that we're looking to grow over the next five years is philanthropy. From the very beginning, the guys have always had an amazing um, heart for charity and for organizations. So we, um, over the last five years, we've actually already donated over $10,000 to, to foundations and events that we, that we, uh, wow. that we hold dear, whether that's, yeah, whether that's the, the, the missions that are, that are close to father's Eve or mm-hmm. whether that's um, giving to, to uh, no shave November, you know, men's Movember and that yeah, whole, right, that right. whole aspect aspect of focusing on men's health, all these different organizations we've, we've been able to donate. We want to take our DMD Gives Back organization, turn it into a full-fledged nonprofit, and actually put that in place as its own standalone uh, organization. So that's one of the big um, one of the big things. And then, and then uh, kind of one of the final goals within that is also um, expanding our ability for scholarship within our own organization. So we're actually looking at starting... Um, med school and residency programs where we can go on site or at this point do something virtual and empower those medical students, those residency families to let them know that you do have options. You do have communities out there to support you and you don't have to feel alone in some of the hardest aspects of the medical journey. So So all all kinds of, all kinds of ideas. (laughs) And that's fantastic too. You know, that's something we've talked about. Um, You know, we've done some outreach to, um, to like daddy boot camp classes at a, yes, at a local hospital. You got to get in there on the ground floor and let people know that, that you're there and that you can support them. You know, and I, I think the thing I love about what you just said uh, the most is kind of what, you know, as you mentioned in the beginning of that, that it all comes down to, to helping, you know, it all comes down to, to helping and supporting, you know, people who've listened to this podcast have heard me say, you know, when I originally had create broche to create this podcast, one of the expressions that I, I or sayings I tend to use a lot is, you know, if we get ten thousand listeners to this podcast, uh, great. If we get five listeners and out of that five, two of them go, oh, that was good. I can take something away from that. Man, that's enough for me. You know, it's it's not about it's not about necessarily trying to impact everyone. It's about just trying to reach as many people as you can. And if you impact, uh, you know, one person along the way and help them out in a, in a time of need that that's, that's the, that's the real value in the yeah. real merit. Think of doing stuff like this, you know, well, where can, um, you know, you know just where- a, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I was going to say I'm 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 right there with you. And as a, as we've talked about this whole time, you know, everybody needs to realize that they need to find that community. You know, going back to the superhero kind of motif, when you look at the 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 DMD logo, is yeah. you know, Superman is great. I'm actually a Batman fan myself, but all of those characters and superheroes are pale in comparison to the power of the Justice League. And so when you can put us all together and we have this community of support, that, that's like we talked about earlier. That's where the magic happens. <laughs> you, you are talking to a lifelong comic book fan, my friend. So that's a I, – Yes. I get, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, I'm more a bit of a Superman, I'll say. But but uh, I think you and my son would get along pretty good with the Batman uh, of it all. So, yeah. I love uh, it. I love it. So, so, Curtis, where can people go to find out more about – you know, let, let's say they – you know, let's say I'm – I'm, just a dad and I want to find out more about everything that you guys do. Where can I go? Most definitely. So the first place would be to our website, which could be dadsmarriedtodoctors.com. Um, also, which is a little bit easier, dmdlifestyle.com. Both of them go to the same uh, place. And then you can also find us across all your social, Twitter, Instagram, um, and of course on Facebook at dmdlifestyle. Right. Okay. Nice. So it's all the same simple, concise message. That's always good. That's the goal. That's the plan. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, you know, again, Curtis, I, I think this has just been a fantastic interview. You know, I, I couldn't agree more with everything that you said. Um, I myself have been uh, taking copious notes on the stuff that you said, and I'm I'm inspired, you know, just just by listening to everything. So thank you again for coming on the podcast, you know, and uh, and just thanks for sharing. You know, I'd love to have you back sometime just to talk about all the great work that you guys are doing. Most, most definitely, Justin. I really appreciate it. And thank you for, as you said, being that beacon out there, especially within the Charlotte area. There's so many um, folks here within the North Carolina area and even the folks that are listening from outside that it's amazing for them to be able to know the resources that exist within this area or even just to be able to, to listen to this podcast and take some of these tips away. So thank you for having me in. And I hope that something I've said has, has helped. And, and I know I've learned a ton listening to the Charlotte's Dads uh, podcast. So thanks for, for allowing me on. Yeah, again, thank you so much. And for anyone, um, you know, listening to this, you can find the Charlotte Dads Group podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast at. And for more information about Charlotte Dads Group, visit www.charlottedadsgroup.com. Thanks again for listening.